So we're kind of going off a different track today. I'm going to talk about one of the parables. You guys ever heard of the parables in the Bible? No? Oh, man. So I'm going to kind of explain to you what is a parable, why Jesus spoke in parables, and I'm just going to go over one right now, something a little easy, okay? So let's start with the top. What are parables? Do you have any idea what they could be? Thinking? Man, no. <laughs> no, no. It's true. It is a Bible verse. I like that. It's good. <laughs> basically, I'm going to kind of teach you this, that they were, they were basically were illuminating illustrations of crucial truths, okay? Illustrations of crucial truths. And they had like a twofold purpose, right? They had two parts. The first part of the parable was to hide the truth from self-righteous people who taught themselves too important for Christ's teachings, which the Pharisees is a good example, right? And the other side of that is to reveal truth to eager souls with childlike faith, those hungry and thirsty for righteousness. So basically a parable is meant for those who are eager to learn God's word to be understandable to them, but to those who reject Christ, it's harder for them to understand. They can't understand it. It's kind of what the parable is used for. So why did Jesus speak in this way? So he did it to clarify the truth for those with ears to hear and have the opposite of, and it has the opposite effect on those who oppose and reject Christ, okay? This hides the truth from anyone without the discipline or desire to seek out Christ's meaning, okay? So when Christ was speaking to the Pharisees, they would always go against him and reject what he said. So he, they couldn't understand these parables God or Christ was teaching them. But to those, like I said, eager to learn the word, they could understand it because they yearned for it, okay? Does that make sense? Lastly? Okay. Let me go into some scripture to kind of explain that a little. So the big one I want to go with you guys is Matthew 13. Good, I love it. And we're going to go into verses 10 through 14 and 16 through 17. This is a little long. Just bear with me. And the disciples came to him and said, Why do you speak them in parables? And Jesus answered them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, Pharisees, it has not been granted. This is an example. For whoever has, to him more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what has, he has shall be taken away from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables, because while seeing they do not see, and while hearing they do not hear, nor do they un- not understand. Okay? But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. So, let me show you the actual verse we're going to go into now with the parable. So, Matthew thirteen forty four, Kind of a small one. That'd be cool. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Okay? So, have you guys ever heard of the mountain called Mount Everest? Probably one of the tallest mountains you could ever climb, right? Do you think it's a dangerous climb? Yeah. Yeah? What? Yeah. Oh, even worse. So I hope that's all I get. (laughs) So. 
Okay, so that's a good example. I don't know that, but that's cool. So think of it this way. Everyone that wants to climb the mountain has to prepare for years, prepare training. They have to get acclimated to the weather, the oxygen that's not up there, right? They have to take little oxygen tanks with them. And so it's, it's very dangerous. And it's also expensive, right? You have to have all your gear. You have to plan the trip up there, hire people to teach you these things. It's a very expensive and dangerous trip. And here's a statistic. About 14 people die out of every 100 people that do climb the mountain. So that's a lot. doesn't seem like a lot, but that's a lot of people who die just trying to get to this goal, right? Their goal is to get to the top. They try to get there. It's dangerous and expensive, and they just, it's dangerous. So they're risking their lives, everything they have, to get to this point. Well, and they might not make it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. They're risking it, right? So you know the risk. It's dangerous. So why don't we risk it all to obtain the kingdom of heaven, right? This man found something in the field, that was very valuable as he was working, hid the item again, sold everything he had to gain this item in the field. He risked everything. He sold it all, right? And so let me ask you this question that goes along with this. Can you buy your way into heaven? No? Yeah? Lincoln? No? Are you sure about that? <laughs> you guys are right. I just had to test you. That's good. No, you guys are absolutely right. Matthew 19.24 says, Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So you cannot, it's hard for a rich man who focuses on his money and wealth to get into heaven because of that, right? So heaven, heaven is value is infinite and cannot be valued in our worldly standards. Like my 20 bucks in my pocket cannot compare to the worth of heaven, right? Yeah, it's not worth very much in general. Um, no amount of money can buy us eternal salvation. So, here we are. We're going back to the main part of the whole scripture, right? So, how can we obtain eternal salvation? Y'all know. I know you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. So, only by grace through faith in Christ alone can we have eternal life in him, right? What do we have to do to obtain eternal life? We repent and what? Close. We believe in the true Son of God. We repent of our sins, turn to Christ, and believe in the true Son of God because he was, what, the spotless lamb, okay, the perfect sacrifice for us to pay for our sins that we deserve God's wrath, and yet he took that for us. He paid our fines, right? And that's what gave us, by believing in him, eternal salvation. So we know by what Christ says in Scripture that we cannot buy our way into heaven. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. We can't do it. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 19 says, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with the precious blood as, a, as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. So now, now you know we can't buy our way into heaven. We know what the value of heaven is. It's infinite. It's worth a lot. It's massive. <laughs> so now let's go into the parable a little more. Um, so one thing I was going to let you know, remember in the scripture where I said which they had found treasure hidden in the field, right? He found it, it was buried in the field, and he dug it up. Do you know why they buried things back in those days? No? Do you ever bury something very valuable so you didn't want anyone to get a hold of it, like a toy or some money in your backyard? You never did that? I used to bury my money in the backyard because no one got to it. See? Because I was good at memory back then. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, right. But see, that's what they did back then. So if there was wars coming or they knew their town was going to attack by war or they didn't want tax collectors coming in and taking their stuff, they would actually bury their stuff in their yard 
right? And so they'd be like, okay, it's buried, and I'll leave it there. And then when all the stuff subsided and the war was gone, they would go back and get it, right? So that's how they trust it. So that was one thing they did back then was to bury their stuff. But here's another example of kind of that situation we have with the parable. So here's a cool thought. In 2014, a couple in California was walking on their property, and they stumbled upon a tin can that was like halfway buried. Do you know what they found in that tin can? They found gold coins from 1849 in this can, okay? They just stumbled upon it. And when they looked inside, these coins were worth probably about a good couple million, all right? It's a lot just to find in your yard walking around, right? Times six, (laughs) yeah. It's a big number. So basically, what I'm trying to get at is a man discovers buried treasure in a field, okay? This parable is talking about a man. He's probably working for somebody, okay? He's working the field. He stumbles upon something while he's plowing the field, right? He sees this treasure hidden in the ground, okay? So he stumbles upon it. When they unbury it, they found old coins and so on. And uh, say he was an employee, like I said, he was plowing the field, and he digs up treasure. And he puts it back in the ground, and he sells everything he had because he knows this is worth a lot. So he puts it back in the ground, goes and sells everything, and then he buys the land which that item is on. So let me ask you this. Was it wrong for him to keep that treasure that he found on someone else's property? What do you think about that? You think it's, no? Okay. Leah, what do you think? You think it was wrong for him? Oh, you think he stole it? Oh, okay. What about you, Leo? Just found it? Well, here's a fun fact. I learned this today. This is cool. So at this time, the Jewish law actually said this. When an object of value whose owner was unknown was found outdoors, the landowner had no necessary claim to it. So really, if the landowner did not know he buried it there and you found it on his property back in Jewish law, he had, it wasn't necessarily his. It was yours. So that's kind of a neat little like, whoa, that's kind of neat. So, so, but then again, you look back, could he have stolen it? Could he have just taken that item while working, just put it in his pocket and kept working and walked away? He probably could have, right? Yeah, it must have been really big. <laughs> yeah, but we know, you know, based off scripture, that's kind of wrong thing to do, right? Thou shall not steal. Remember that? So this man, that's probably tied to scripture, had his morals, and he knew it was wrong to steal. So what he did was the right thing was he went, sold everything he had because he knew the worth of this, and bought the land which it was on so he could own it too, okay? So what I'm trying to get at from this whole scripture, let me read you the verse again, Okay? So the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy, remember, from the joy that over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. So the point of this parable is a man found something so valuable that he sold everything he owned in order to get it. He was so overjoyed, um, so overwhelmed by the value of his discovery that he was eager to give up everything that he had to obtain this treasure. So that's what we know as the kingdom of heaven. It's so valuable. We want to give everything we have, give it all away, sell everything away to obtain this kingdom in Christ our Lord. That's the parable. This treasure, the kingdom of heaven, that's what we want to strive for. We want to give everything up for that. That's what we should do. Does that make sense? If you have any questions afterwards, please ask us, okay? Because it's really cool. I learned a little bit too this week, so it's a joy to teach y'all. Let's go in some prayer, and we'll get back into the music. Um, God, we thank you so much for this time to honor you and glorify you, knowing that with your parables, you have so much truth in there to those who are eager to learn and hear about it. It's a wonderful teaching way you've given us. Um, I pray that we understand those parables more. We yearn for that knowledge more.
and to seek you out for understanding them as well. Uh, we praise you, God, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.